This is News Talk. You may have heard of a person arrested in prison yesterday and the Irish Daily Star has an exclusive this morning. That paper says that it's Jerry the Monk Hutch who was arrested in prison yesterday on suspicion of directing a crime gang. Hutch was arrested in his cell in Wheatfield Prison at 6am and taken to a guard the station. That story is also on the front of the Irish Daily Mirror. Monk arrested in jail over gang crime, taken from his prison cell to be questioned over a Alleged offences. The Irish Sun has another story related to crime on the front page. Pair admit Regency kill plot. A former Sinn Féin councillor and his dad yesterday admitted facilitating the Regency hotel hit on David Byrne. Jonathan Dowdle and Patrick hired a room used during the violent hit. After their guilty pleas, cops arrested and quizzed Jerry Hutch as part of the probe. The Irish Independent this morning. Um, another crime-related story. Gardaí have seized a laptop from a man who works for a TD and who's accused of viewing child abuse material. Two internal Leinster House committees were this week asked to waive parliamentary privilege that applies to politicians' documents so that Gardaí could get access to the Oireachtas issue, issued laptop. So the laptop that's being seized is a doll laptop. The man who apparently works for a TD is accused of viewing child abuse material online. However, he has not been arrested. He's being investigated for alleged breaches of the Child Trafficking and Pornography Act and the man is not accused of any wrongdoing. Investigating officers are examining any electronic device that the man owns or which he has access to. Uh, Now, that's the front of the Irish Independent, the front of the Irish Times. Bank of England moves on market turmoil. Just extraordinary watching across the water what's developing. And to think that this mess is self-inflicted by the various policies of the government there and so many people wondering where is number 10 and where is number 11 because people would feel they're being very, very quiet on Downing Street about what's going on. Uh, The Irish Times, it's the main story. The Bank of England was forced into an emergency move yesterday to commit to buying 72.6 billion euro of the UK government's debt in an effort to stop the fallout from Liz Truss's mini-budget turning into a full-blown economic crisis and I'm sure there'll be a lot more on this later today. Joe Lynham is going to have more on News Talk Breakfast Business about what's going on across the water there as the bank begins bond buying move to try and stop an economic crisis and obviously politicians here will be watching that very closely because our closest trading partner, what impact it could have on Irish businesses, Irish exporters. Uh, the other story in the front of the Irish Times, the budget by the way, largely forgotten about in the papers, a couple of pages dedicated to the budget but the big thing that's cropping up is the MICA redress scheme and the concrete levy which is being imposed to help pay for some of the MICA and pyrite remediation schemes and the Irish Times says that there's growing criticism among government backbenchers of the levy announced in the budget on the sale of concrete products. The move was announced by Finance Minister excuse me, Pascal Donoghue on Tuesday it's expected to raise 80 million a year and the whole idea was that it would help pay for the cost of fixing homes affected by MICA but already we have backbenchers in Fianna Fáil and Fine Gael warning it'll only increase the cost 
of building houses and I suppose every budget some backbenchers get uneasy about some move or another this is the sticking point it would seem for backbench TDs because they feel that house prices are going to go up Tom Parlin was on the hard shoulder on News Talk the other day from the Construction Industry Federation saying it'll add about two grand to the cost of a house Minister Michael McGrath telling the same programme well we don't know if it'll be two grand we need sort of independent analysis of that but apparently sharp criticism of the concrete levy at Fianna Fáil's parliamentary party meeting and TDs who spoke to the Irish Times earlier in the day also voiced their concerns what's worrying for the government is that backbench TDs are willing to go on the record with their name and say that they've concerns about it so you've Cork TD Padraig O'Sullivan saying at a time when house prices are already inflated I don't think it's an appropriate measure Willie O'Dea from Limerick saying the measure should be postponed at a minimum Tipperary TD Jackie Cahill saying he supported the levy but raised concern about the timing Fine Gael TD in Dublin Alan Farrell said he wanted to wait to see the detail but he has his concerns regarding the proposal and John Paul Phelan Fine Gael TD for Carlo Kilkenny says only in Ireland would we introduce a levy on concrete in a housing shortage crisis and think it's okay. The Irish Examiner also has that on the front page hard sell concrete levy faces resistance from TDs but it says that the government will not be backing down on the new concrete levy despite criticism from its own backbench TDs who claim it'll push up building costs by thousands of euro. Staying with politics on the front of the Irish Examiner the poor politicians are getting cold apparently. TDs and senators have been told the heating in Leinster House will remain off until next week. We've the same rule in our house. We have to wait until October before we turn on the heating. And this is all in a bid, not by me now, but by the politicians, to show leadership on the energy crisis. An email was circulated to politicians yesterday. One Fianna Fáil TD uh, said that they noticed TDs were wearing coats in the doll chamber on Tuesday night. Well, that's what we're all probably doing. I mean, I'd say people are wearing extra layers going to bed and going around the house rather than turning on the heating. So in an act of solidarity, the heating will not be turned on until next week in Leinster House at the earliest. It's not the warmest of buildings at the best of times. It's quite an old building. Some of the windows aren't great in some of the rooms I was in in it. Uh, so they'll be feeling the cold and they'll have maybe fleeces and turtlenecks on them in the doll. The Irish Daily Mail, new drug is an historic moment in Alzheimer's treatment. This is really great news or certainly hopeful news. A world first Alzheimer's drug offers hope to millions of patients after it was found to slow cognitive decline by more than a quarter. Scientists are hailing the breakthrough as an historic moment in Alzheimer's research and a vital milestone in the race towards a cure. It's a jab that you get every two weeks and it's the only treatment proven to destroy harmful proteins associated with the disease. Scans showed those who were given the drug had less build-up of of toxic amyloid on the brain and lots and lots of people are welcoming this news. Now obviously we're trying to recruit loads of health staff uh, we're trying to recruit thousands by the end of the year essentially now if you qualify, if you're a graduate you're pretty much guaranteed a job from the HSE the minute you qualify now but that's not enough, we need people to come in from abroad and the Irish Independent says that the HSE's relocation packages are worth more than €4,000 so this is if you're a health worker working abroad, so to try and woo you to come here, we're offering four grand, and it includes 3,900 
€110 in an accommodation allowance for the first month in Ireland to help you get set up. And we'll even pay for your flights. We'll give you €250 for your flights. This is if you're in the EU, if you're, we'll say, in Australia or Dubai or somewhere like that and you want to come home, you'll get a flight allowance of up to €800. You'll also be entitled to top-up payments, according to the Irish Independent, like registration fees. They'll all be paid, visa charges, aptitude costs, as well as other levies. All in all, getting the calculator out, relocating here is worth about four grand. But obviously it'll be up to health workers to go, well, would I earn four grand more abroad? And so many of them say part of the reason why they left Ireland was just the workload, that they felt very, very stressed, that they didn't feel like they had... Uh, you know, decent hours. They were working maybe unsocial hours, working too many hours, and that's why they left. But we are trying to woo them to come back here. Really sad news in the Irish Times. Almost two-thirds of Ireland's bird species are in decline. This is according to the latest State of the World's Birds Survey, which has confirmed 63% of Ireland's birds are in decline. And the Global Report paints the most concerning picture yet of the future of birds and all life on Earth. Nearly half of all bird species globally were found to be in decline, slightly higher in Ireland at 63%. One in eight bird species globally is currently threatened with extinction. In Ireland, 25% of birds are showing severe decline and 37% are showing moderate decline. So anything we can do to help, we should be doing. Uh, You'll remember during COVID when a lot of people stopped commuting and I suppose the whole country ground to a halt you could hear the birds again. It was so lovely to hear, but this is a very concerning report. Uh, Una Duggan, who's quoted in this Irish Times piece from Birdwatch Ireland, will be on this morning's News Talk Breakfast talking about that. Two final exercise stories for you. One from The Telegraph, which says that yoga should be offered by every workplace, according to the World Health Organisation. If workplaces brought in yoga, it could reduce mental illness, while managers should also undergo mental health training to enable them to help their employees. So the WHO worried about people in the workplace and their mental well-being and their general health and they say we should be introducing yoga in every workplace. That's if people have the space to be able to do it in their office but certainly a good idea. That's in the Telegraph and finally in the Star. Not only are the people of Cork uh, great and they'll tell you they love being from Cork not only is it considered by some the real capital but now the news is that Cork is at home to the fittest people in Ireland and the UK. Cork City uh, uh, was found to take the most, sorry, people living in Cork City were found to take the most exercise of all. A study of the fitness habits of 2,300 people found that people living in Cork took an average of 58 minutes exercise every day over the week. That works out at 6 hours 46 minutes of exercise every week. So they're flat out, they're running, they're jogging, they're walking, they're swimming in Cork way ahead of Edinburgh, London, Glasgow, Newcastle, Plymouth Southampton, Leeds, Birmingham and Dublin. The cities which did the least exercise were Brighton, Nottingham, Norwich, Sheffield and Liverpool. So good luck to everyone in Cork. Certainly not lazy and as we're uh, reminded in the star, it is the birthplace of Roy Keane. So obviously very, very fit people in Cork. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com This is Newstalk.